Welcome to our class on Chassidus. This week we're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe based on the verse in this week's Torah portion, Dabr al-Bunei Yisrael, speak to the Jewish people, ve'amarta aleim, you should tell them that they should make tzitzis for their, gar- for their four-cornered garments. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parsha Shlach, which was that year, the 28th day of the month of Sivan, which was Mevorchim HaChodesh, where you blessed the month of Tammuz, like just like this year, we're blessing the month of Tammuz, and it was in the year of Tavshin Lamed Beis, exactly 49 years ago. So again, the opening of the Hasidic discourse is based on the verse, Daber al-Bnei Yisrael, speak to the Jewish people, V'yamarta aleim, you should tell them, and what should you tell them? V'yoslam tzitzis, they should make tzitzis. So the Rebbe asks a simple question. Why does it say Daber, to speak, and then again, V'yamarta? One is enough, either Daber or V'yamarta. So the Rebbe brings to the Rebbein of a classic commentary in the Chumash that says that Daber is the cloud telling you the general idea of the mitzvah. And V'yamarta Aleim is telling you the specifics, all the details of the mitzvah. And the Rebbe brings some different places of mysticism, and they ask a simple question. What are we saying? Daber is a general component of the mitzvah, and Amarta is the specific details. So why, why is Daber connected to the general and, and Amira to the specifics? Maybe Amir is a general and Daber is specifics. What's the relationship with Daber to the general idea and Amira to the specifics? Shabbat explains and he says, because Daber is an expression of speaking strong. And Shabbat gives an example. When the brothers went back to Yaakov to tell him about their interaction in Egypt, so the verse says clearly, they said, Diber ha'ish adoyne ha'aret, you see the word Diber, and he spoke to us, the verse says, Kashay, strongly. So you see when there's a word Diber, it's an association with a strong type of speech. On the other hand, Amira is warmth, refined, soft. Where do we see that? That when um, light when he had the, the, the angels came to him and they were trying to break down the door of the house, so he went out and he said, He speaks to his, to, to, to his community and he calls them brothers. And who do you call a brother? Someone that you're friendly with. And over there they use the expression of Vayoymer. So you see clearly that Daber is associated with a strong type of speech and Vayoymer is more of a soft type of speech. Now, so therefore, so once we know that Dabra is strong and uh, Amira is soft, and never explains like this. So when it comes to the Klal, when you talk about something in general, what does that mean you're talking about something in general? You're not telling the details. Where's all the details? It's concealed. In other words, so when you're telling someone general ideas, that's strong talk. Give me details, understanding, comprehension, explain it to me, that's soft. So when you say that Daber, and Daber we know is strong, that's associated with giving the general guidelines. Which means basically, it's above being enclosed into the relationship. It's not making it personalized. When you just give someone commands and you tell them general terms, that's the idea of kosha, heart. On the other hand, when you say details, when you explain things, that's associated with Amira, which is basically soft. And that's basically because you're enclosing into the person. You should understand it. It's revealed. It's explainable, etc. <clears throat> so, in other words, when it comes to the um, the, the uh, dibur, so it's it's hard. It's it's harsh. It's general. When it comes to amira, it's soft and it has all the details. And Rebbe explains because what happens is like this: 
um, when you have a mitzvah, so there's the global mitzvah, you have to do this, but then there's the details of the mitzvah. What the details of the mitzvah? The details of mitzvah is that when you understand it on all three levels of the garments, which three level, levels? Machshava, thought, speech, and action. In other words, when you go ahead to do a mitzvah, and you stop, and first you use your machshava, your thought. What does that mean? Think of what's the purpose of a mitzvah. What is the spiritual idea of the mitzvah? And you meditate on the mitzvah, now you're personalizing it in your thought. What is the deeper of a mitzvah? So before you do the mitzvah, you stop, and you realize it's a commandment from Hashem. You make a blessing with your mouth, so you're drawing down the energy of the mitzvah um, in, 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 into the speech by saying the blessing on it. And then you have the action of doing the mitzvah, which is the body of the mitzvah. So you see that every mitzvah is, in, the more you go down and internalize it in thought, meditation, speech, verbal, and action, that's the details of the mitzvah. And we know when you do a mitzvah, it's much more enjoyable, it's much more meaningful, it, you can relate to it much better. It creates a better, it, it creates a certain deeper relationship with Hashem. However, so that's the details of a mitzvah. What is the general idea of a mitzvah? The general mitzvah is Hashem commanded us, and by doing the command of Hashem, we connect to Hashem. We know the word mitzvah is the expression of tzafsa v'chibur. It's a command that creates a connection. Like for example, we say when we do it, when we make a blessing by a mitzvah, we say Asher You sanctified us with the commandments. V'tzivanu when you commanded us. What does it mean? What does it mean you commanded us? So when you hear that the reason why you're doing the mitzvah, because Hashem commanded us. What is that called? In Kabbalah, it's called Kabbalah Sarel. You're accepting. Hashem commanded. Hineni, I'm ready to do it. And obviously, once I accept, and, and you accept Hashem's commandments, and by doing the commandment, you're connecting literally with the Atzmos Oyrein Saif Baruch with the essence of the infinite, infinite, infinite of light. So in other words, what happens to me? I don't exist. I totally become humbled to the fact that it's a commandment from Hashem and I'm ready to do it. Up to the point that the Rebbe explains, like the author writes in the Kut Torah, that let's say, for example, Hashem commanded us to chop wood, to stand all day and chop wood, or for an hour a day, two hours a day, and that would be a mitzvah. And even though it doesn't make sense, and there's no effect of chopping the wood, the wood stays there, guess what? We do it. Why? Because Hashem commanded us. Now, so that component of the mitzvah, that we're just doing it because Hashem said, Kabbalah soil, that means I would even just chop wood if that's the commandment of Hashem. So that's the general idea of a mitzvah, which is basically, it's harsh, it's cold. Which basically, practically, what does that mean? Kabbalah soil, I'm accepting. Not accepting for a reason. I'm accepting beyond logic. Hashem commanded me, I'm ready to do it. However, when it comes to the details of the mitzvah, like we mentioned before, machshava, you meditate on the reason for the mitzvah, and you make a blessing, and you actually do the physical mitzvah. So that's something we can relate to. That's meaningful. That's enjoyable. And that's why the details are associated with raka, where it's softness. Now, so again, to be clear, there's two components to every mitzvah. There's the component of the mitzvah, is we have to do it because Hashem commanded us. That's the general mitzvah. And every mitzvah has a general idea, Hashem commanded us. Why are we doing it? Kabbalah so I'm ready to accept. But what type of relationship does that create between us and Hashem? It's kasha, it's hard. 
because I'm just accepting. I don't know the reason for it. It's okay. I'm still happy to do it. But on the other hand, you have the component of the mitzvah where you can meditate on it with your thought. You make the blessing. So you personalize it. You do the physical mitzvah. Two different components of the mitzvah. So there's a component which is kasha, which is hard, which is associated with, with, with daber, which we said daber is associated with harshness. And then there's the component of the mitzvah, which is associated with Amira, which is soft, the reasons, the details, the part that we meditate, the part that we connect to. Now, so that's on a practical level. We all know that everything is connected to the svirot, the ten svirot. So the svirot, when it talks about the svirot, the svirot, so the mitzvah is connected to the svirot. So daber, which we said is harsh, which is the idea where you're accepting upon yourself the, the yoke of Hashem, which svirot is that connected to? It's actually connected to a very high svirot. It's connected to which one? Keser. In Keser, we know there's Taino, the highest part, and the Ratzon, the lower part. So the, the idea that we're just doing Kabbalah soil, it's actually connected to a higher sphere. It's connected to the sphere of Keser and Ratzon Hashem, which means Hineni. Ratzon Hashem, I'm ready to do it. So even though it's not as enjoyable, but you're connected much higher. So it's interesting. In other words, the, the deeper of the mitzvah, the harsh part of the mitzvah, where it's Kabbalah soil, maybe it's not personalized, it's not warm. But when you do it from that perspective, you connect to a higher sphere. You connect to the sphere of Kesson, you connect, connect to the sphere of Ratzon. In other words, so from Ratzon, this is what Hashem wants. This is the will of Hashem. So when you're doing the mitzvah, it doesn't make a difference, this mitzvah, that mitzvah. There really isn't a difference between any one of the 613 commandments. If it's about doing Ratzon Hashem, Whatever Ratzon Hashem is, I'll do. Whether it's the positive commandment, the negative commandment, it's irrelevant what the mitzvah is. It's the same feeling. I'm doing Ratzon Hashem. Or like, for example, like the author said before, that even if Hashem asks us to just, just, just chop wood with Ratzon Hashem, there really is no difference. But from that perspective, you're reaching a very, very high sphere. <clears throat> and not only that, there was a step further. What happens if you have to do a mitzvah? And there's multiple components to a mitzvah. And you did, let's say, 9 out of 10. Did you fulfill Hashem's will? Absolutely not. Because Hashem's will is, let's say, for example, one mitzvah has 10 details. And you did 9 out of 10. You didn't do Ratzon Hashem. You did your will. You were close, but it wasn't Ratzon Hashem. So you see, when it comes to Ratzon, when it comes to Kabbalah soil, it's either all or nothing. Now, when it's all, you hit a home run. You hit Kasser. You hit Ratzon Hashem. It's amazing. It's kosher, 100%. So there's pros and cons with it. On the other hand, when it comes to the idea of the details of the mitzvah, emoir, all the details, the meditation, the verbal, and the action, what's the source in svirot for, for the details of the mitzvah? So it doesn't hit that high. It only reached the level of chachma. The details, the reason the, um, of the mitzvah is chachma. And we all know that when it comes to Chachma and Bina, from, from, a chachma, from a Chachma and Bina perspective, logical perspective, you're even able to do part of a mitzvah. So let's say a, a mitzvah has ten components, and you did even five. So from Chachma and Bina's perspective, intellect, guess what? You got a 50. You didn't fail. If someone went ahead and did 50%, you got a 50. You did 70%, you got a 70. 70. You did 20, you got a 20. But when it comes to Ratzon, it's either pass or fail. You either did it or you didn't do it. So again, to recap, before we go further. So what the Rebbe is saying is like this. There's two components in every mitzvah. There's the component where it's Ratzon Hashem. 
the will of Hashem, and that inspires us, Kabbalah said, I'm ready to accept. And if you accept and you do it all, so you got it. And where do you reach? You reach the level of Ratzin. On the other hand, the details of the mitzvah, whatever you do is great. And as much as you accomplish, that's percent of the mitzvah you accomplished. But on the other hand, how far are you going to reach in the level of Sfirot? You're going to reach the level of Chachma. Because in Chachma, you can go 50% and it's also fine. So that's why Ratzin, when you're doing the will of the mitzvah, the general mitzvah, it's, it's kasha because it's not, it's not personalized, it's not warm. On the other hand, the details of the mitzvah, it's enjoyable because whatever I do, I do. You can get a mark. Whatever you do, you're still going to pass. You'll still get points for it. So obviously that's what, that's the idea of the warmth of the mitzvah. So Robert asked a very, very simple question. This idea of the general ideas of the mitzvahs and the specific of the mitzvah in the details and the way it connects to the spheres, Ratzin and Chachma, enjoyable or not enjoyable, why is that specifically in reference to the mitzvah of Tzitzis? Seemingly, these two ideas of the general idea and the details, which practically means Kabbalah, Sayyid, willing to accept the yoke, or the, the details of the mitzvah, which is connected to Ratzin and to Chachma, that applies to all the mitzvahs. For example, Rebbe gives an example. Let's take the mitzvah of Tefillin. So you have the physical action of the mitzvah putting on Tefillin, but you also have, you're willing to basically put your heart and mind aside, you're willing to connect to Hashem, which is the level of Kabbalah Sarel. So again, so in Tefillin you have the physical component, you have the meditation, saying the blessing, and the, the, the physical component of the mitzvah, but then you have, you're accepting whatever Hashem wants. You're willing even to put your heart and mind dedicated to Hashem. And we know that the whole Torah is compared to Tefillin. So if you have it by Tefillin, you have it by all the mitzvahs of the Torah. And there is a step further, the fact is, all the mitzvahs, the source of every mitzvah has its source in Chachma, which is the details of the mitzvah, and all the mitzvahs have its source in Kesser. So if that's the case, so this Daber and Amira, which represents, Daber represents the Kabbalah soil, and represents the general idea of the mitzvah, and Amira represents um, the specific of the mitzvah, and one is Ratzayin and one is, one is Chachma, so why does it say specific by, by Tzitzis? If it's, in theory, it applies to all the mitzvahs. So the Rebbe explains, and he says something very powerful, and he says is, as follows. Because in the mitzvah of Tzitzis, besides the fact that it's like all the other mitzvahs, but when you look at the physical component of the mitzvah of Tzitzis, it's literally spelled out and it's laid out in a revealed way, these two components. In other words, that in the beginning you have the idea, the way mitzvah of Tzitzis is in general, and it's the will of Hashem connected to Ratzayin. And then you see the way the mitzvah of Tzitzis goes out into the detail and into the level of Chachma. So where do we see that? The Rebbe explains like this, and he says as follows. So when it comes to the physical component of the mitzvah of Tzitzis, so we all know there's the talis, there's the garment, whether it's the talit katan that people wear underneath their shirt, some people wear on top of their shirt, or it's the talit gadol. So there's two components to the talis. You have the you have you have the four cornered garment, and then you have the, the strings that are in each one of the four corners. Two physical components. That's the structure of a talus, the garment, and then you have the four corners where the strings come out. So what is that? Now technically, it looks like a garment and strings, but we know it's not so. On a spiritual level, what does the garment represent, and what does the strings represent? So Rebbe explains like this: the talus, the garment part is called in the Zohar, 
Prisu the Malka. What does Prisu the Malka mean? It's the garment of the king. What does that mean? It's the garment of the king. Gar- what does a garment mean? A, gar- a garment you don't internalize, it covers you from the outside. In Hebrew, it's called it's a lavush, it's a garment. In Kabbalah, it's called it's makif. It, it, it encloses you from without and encloses you totally. So the, the talis represents the idea of a lavush, where it's a garment that clothes you from the outside, covers you from the outside, and it maketh, it covers over you all from the outside. In other words, practically speaking, you look at the, you look at the talus, and you put on a big talus, so what do you do? It wraps you around your whole body. It's supposed to be actually, matter of fact, there's actually specific requirements to have a proper size of a talus, so that it actually covers most of your body. Which basically means all the details of your body should be totally covered. And it should be covered equal. So in other words, the talus, just like physically it covers you, and when you see someone wrapped in a talus, you don't see anything. You don't see someone wrapped in a talus. So the same idea is a talus represents spiritually, it's not about details. It's all about the global idea. So again, so let's, let's take a moment before we, before we wrap it up. So what do you see? No pun intended, wrapping it up. Right? When you take a talus and you're wrapped up, so you don't see anymore the head, you don't see the hands, you don't see the body, you don't see someone wrapped up in a sheet. You can't differentiate the details. So in other words, the talus physically represents that it covers and it's all, it's all one, it's all equal, and that represents spiritually in terms of the mitzvah, where it's what? Ratzayin Hashem. So the talus represents it's all equal, which means every mitzvah. And every detail of the mitzvah, it's one thing. Master key. It's Ratzayin Hashem and the will of Hashem. So you literally see the first component in the talus. The talus represents Ratzayin Hashem, the will of Hashem. And that's why we know that the talus, the first component, when you're doing Ratzayin Hashem, is connected to its sphere, the sphere of Ratzayin, which is in Keser. Now, let's look at the strings. When you look at the strings from a talus, so now you have a lot of details. You have the knots, you have the strings, and you have multiple strings, a lot of details. And the Rebbe actually quotes from a verse that says, that he grabbed me by the strings of my head. So you see that already strings is details. And through strings you can already separate, you can grab things, etc. Also, the Rebbe says, not only is it something which is, has details that you're able to grab, because a makif you can't grab. How do you grab a makif? Something that happens to you, you can't grab it. It's one big sheet. Versus once you have strings, then you can gra- hold on to it. So there's details. The second component of tzitzis is, besides the fact that it has details, also the com- tzitzis is all about, the idea is, comes from the expression of re'iyah, to see. Why do we know we say that? It, what's the connection with seeing? So it says in the Prophets, He's able to see from the crack. So you see that tzitz, which is the, the word of tzitzis, is about seeing. Now what does seeing mean practically? When you look at something, you look and you see details. And when you see all the details, that it, what, what, when you look at something which is a beautiful picture, a beautiful painting, so you see the details, then you are actually internalize the details, and actually you enjoy the details. And that's how we know that when someone sees something, you become totally connected and one with it. And, you bec- and it really becomes part of you. 
Like, for example, once someone sees something which works, unfortunately, for the good and for the bad, it's hard to get it out of your system. And it's hard to deny it once you see it. And that's why it's very important to be careful what you watch is holy and godly. Because God forbid you see things which are not holy and godly, it comes, comes inside and it is hard to take. It's, it's possibly even sometimes even possible to take out. You can maybe replace it uh, actively. That's another whole discussion for itself. But the point is back to the point that when you see something, it's internalized with you. And that's the power of seeing overhearing. Like, for example, we know Talmud says you can't compare someone that heard something, someone saw it. Hearing is hearsay. When you saw it, wow, it's real. All the details are alive. What does that mean practically in, 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 the, in, in our spiritual kohot, which means in the spherot? So the details of the mitzvah, the, 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 street, the details, the seeing it, internalizing all the details, that's the level of chachma. So again, you see clearly that the, the garment of the, the talit of the talis is referring to the idea of ratzayin, the global, and the strings, which is the details, and internalization, that's connected to which, which sphere are the sphere of chachma. Now, so now we have a clear spiritual image of a talus. A talus represents makif, it represents rotzain, and it represents a pneumius, internalization, and it represents the idea of chachma. So now, and here the Rebbe says, spiritually, so what's the essence of the mitzvah of titzis? You know that makif, which is extremely powerful, it's connected to rotzain? The goal is that to internalize through the tzitzis, the makif. In other words, like this. The makif is much more powerful. It's connected to Ratzon. It's Ratzon Hashem. The pnimi is not as powerful. Only It's only connected to Chachma. But it's more enjoyable. It's more meaningful. So what do you want in life? You want everything. We all know we want everything. You want your cake and you want to eat it. So the mitzvah of titus is to teach us and to inspire us. Yeah, we should go for the highest. We should go for the makif. We should go for ratzayin. But we should internalize it within us, just like the strings internalize, and then we have both. So we want the makif, but we want it internalized. The makif alone is great, but if it's not internalized, it's not enjoyable. On the other hand, the pnimi is the enjoyable, and if you don't go for the makif, you're going to have low-level stuff. So you want to have high-level makif, but you want the high level to be internalized within you. And that's why, even according to Jewish law, that when you make the, the corner of the garment, so it says clearly in halacha, that the, that the, 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 the corner of the garment has to be, be even the same material as the garment. Why? Because the goal is we don't want a disconnect between the garment and the corner of the garment. We want the garment, which represents makif, which represents ratzayin, should be the same idea as the corner, which is represents going into the detail, going into chachma, and it should be totally connected, which means the makif should be able to be internalized. So that's in general. But now there is going to explain what does it mean practically. You know, as we all know, it's all about serving Hashem. Avoid this Adam. We're trying to serve Hashem. So what does it mean practically serving Hashem? So what is makif? Practically. Makif is basically Kabbalah's oil, accepting whatever Hashem wants. Lamayla mitam vadas. I'm willing and ready to do whatever Hashem wants without questioning, understanding, 
I'm ready. Now, when you say that, you're connecting to literally the, the most powerful energy, the most powerful light. You, you want to accept whatever Hashem wants. But the goal is to draw that in and to be, it should be personalized in your life. And Rebbe says, this is the whole idea of Nasa Venishma. What happened by, by when, and we just learned about this uh, in, on Shvot. In other words, Nasa, when we said Nasa, I'm ready to do, what is that referring to? Nasa, I'm going to, Nasa, I'm going to do, which means I'm going to do all the mitzvot. Nishma means, I want to learn. I want to learn Torah. Now we all know that generally speaking, generally, mitzvot is what level? Kabbalah soil. I am ready to do whatever Hashem tells me to do. And what type of way? Kabbalah soil. I'm willing to accept. Makif. If someone shows up, they want to put on tefillin. They want to keep kosher. They want to keep Shabbos. That's great. What are you connecting to when you do a mitzvah? Hashem. The most powerful place in Hashem. You're connecting Kabbalah soil. Makif. You're connecting to the most powerful lights. On the other hand, we got to bring it down to earth. We got to be, it has to be enjoyable. It has to be appreciative. So then you learn Torah. What happens, Nishma? You're learning Torah. By learning Torah, you internalize the powerful light. Why? Because we all know that Torah gives us insight into the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs creates the relationship, the deep and powerful relationship, the mark of the Ratzayin. But on the other hand, the Torah draws it in and makes it personal. And where do we see that Torah makes it personal? Because it says, The goal of Torah is to become internalized, become part of me. So when a person says Nasa Vinishma, and specifically Nasa first, I'm doing the mitzvahs first, and then I'm going to go ahead and learn Torah, which I, practically that means I want to draw down Nasa, which is Kabbalah soil. I'm willing to accept whatever Hashem says, that this, which is Nasa, it should be drawn down into the level of Nishma, which means learning Torah, which means it becomes, in a way, a premius and comes very, very practical. So this is really the whole essence of all the mitzvahs. But we see it clearly by mitzvah of tzitzis, and it applies all over. We want to have the highest level. Ratzin Hashem. How do we do that? Kabbalah soil. The mitzvahs. How do we internalize it? We learn. And then it becomes internalized. So that's the difference between mitzvahs and Torah. But even in mitzvahs you have two components. You have the accepting to do the mitzvah, Makif of the mitzvah, and then you have the, the, the details of the mitzvah, which internalize. And the Rebbe says, based on this, he explains beautifully the major war that Koirach had with Moshe Rabbeinu, which actually comes right after the parish of Titus. What was the essence of the war between Koirach and Moshe Rabbeinu? Koirach argued very simple. If you have a talus, which is totally full of tchelas, guess what? You don't need strings. You don't need titus. That was one argument. He had another argument. If you have a house that's full of books, a library full of holy books, you don't need a mezuzah. Why? What was his argument? What do you mean? A house full of books is great. Mezuzah, mezuzah, two separate issues. A talus is a talus and the strings are strings. Why are, you, why are you cutting off the strings? Why are you not putting on the mezuzah? Because Kairuch is arguing that makif is enough. Let's connect to the Ratzon Hashem. I'm doing Ratzon Hashem. It's the most. It's much more powerful. Which is true. Ratzon is much higher. In other words, have a talis. 
I have makif. I have the Ratzon Hashem. I have a house full of books. I have Ratzon Hashem. And therefore, there's no reason to... Draw, and as his argument was, there's no reason to internalize it. If you're connected to Ratzon Hashem, why internalize it? By putting up a mezuzah, by wearing tzitzis. And that's basically what his argument, again, was against Moshe and Aaron. Now, we know that Aaron, what's Aaron all about? Aaron worked in the temple, served Hashem. You couldn't get higher than that. But Aaron was all about taking that powerful energy, that makiv energy, that rotzain Hashem, and drawing it down. It should be beprimious. It should be internalized. Like, for example, the famous verse that's brought in many places of mysticism, where it says, Kan Aaron, the beard of Aaron, Sheyoyred Alpimi Doisov, which goes down over um, on his Midoisov. So, so what is what is it saying? It says, what is the scan Aaron, the, the beard of Aaron? It's referring to what? The Cyrus, the hairs. What does the hair resemble? What does the beard resemble? What does the hair resemble? That it's internalized. Scan Aaron is to take all those high things, but you got to internalize it. It has to be personable. It has to be something you appreciate, something that you understand, something that you meditate on. In other words, that the Cyrus of Aaron are just like the tzitzis. The tzitzis are the strings where it becomes internalized. But unfortunately, Kairach was from those Levites that basically they totally shaved their beard. In other words, they didn't have the, the Cyrus. They didn't have the idea of internalizing it. And that's basically the essence of, of the argument in Kairach and Aaron. Kairach felt, listen, you have the Makif, you have the Ratz and Hashem, why internalize it? Aaron said, that's great, that's wonderful, but you got to internalize it. And based on this, Rebbe says something very, very powerful. You give a look at the end of the Parsha of Tzitzis. So what does it say? Ani Hashem Alekeichem, I am God, your God. And then it says again, Ani Hashem Alekeichem, I am God, your God. Twice, Ani Hashem Alekeichem, why twice? Ani Hashem Alekeichem, I say twice. Ani Hashem Alekeichem, why twice? And the Rebbe explains very simple. You know why he says it twice? Because we just learned by Tzitzis, Daber, and by Yoimer, which is the general and the internal. Makif and Primi, Rotzain and Chachma. So Ani Hashem Alekeichem, the first one is for the Makif, for the Rotzain. And the second Ani Hashem Alekeichem is for the Primius, for the Chachma, the Makif, and, the, and, and, and internalizing it. The Daber and the Amarta. And that's why Dervis says, when it's in, in the midst of Titus, it says, Uschartem is called Mitzvah Hashem. You should remember all the mitzvahs of Yud Kevavke, that's one. And then it says, Vasisem, you'll do kol mitzvahs, say all my mitzvahs. So first it says, mitzvahs Hashem. And then it says, mitzvahs, say my mitzvahs. What is my mitzvahs? So the Rebbe explains, mitzvahs is referring to mitzvahs, my commandments. Which is even higher than mitzvahs Hashem. There's mitzvahs Hashem, where there's mitzvahs of Hashem. But then there's mitzvahs, say my commandments, which is much deeper. It's mine. And it's, it's, it's mine, which means it's much deeper than where it's connected to Yudke Vavke. Now, what is that level? That's the level of Kabbalah soil, accepting the yoke, which is higher. And but the goal afterwards, it should be drawn down into mitzvahs Hashem. So when it says mitzvah sites referring to Kabbalah soil, makif, rotzen Hashem. But mitzvah Hashem is when you bring down the mitzvah of Hashem into your life, where it becomes a premius, and it comes down into the level of Chachmah. So based on this, Rebbe says something profoundly, he says like this. 
when it gives us the commandment to, 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 about 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 tzitzis, it says, "Daber speak of bnei Yisrael to, to bnei Yisrael." Not every mitzvah that says "Daber bnei Yisrael." Over here, all of a sudden, "Daber speak of bnei Yisrael." Why is it regrouping and saying bnei Yisrael? So the Rebbe says like this: Because what is "Daber"? "Daber" is makif. "Daber" is rotzin Hashem. So. Makif and Ratzin Hashem is specifically connected to Bnei Yisrael. Why? Because the Jewish people, Yisrael, what are we connected to? And our source. Our source were connected to Atzmuso Yemuhuso Yisbarech, to the essence of Hashem. Which the, knows we're connected to the essence of Hashem. Which is the level of Mitzvah Yisai, my commandments, the, 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 the commandments of Hashem. So that's why it's specifically Dabba B'nai Yisrael, because Yisrael are, connect, Yisrael are connected to the deepest level. They're connected to Mitzvah Yisai. And we all know, how do we know the Jewish people are so, are so connected so deep? Because the fact is that the Jewish people existed before everything, even before the Torah. And because we existed even before the Torah, so because we existed before, therefore we have the power to draw down the most highest level the Bnei Yisrael that we existed in Mitzvah Yisai, into the essence of Hashem, into the Ratzon Hashem, we have the power to draw down the most powerful lights down into the physical world and down into our physical body and into every one of our every one of our ten spheres that we have. Up until the point that we're this high spiritual people and we make literally tzitzis from wool, physical materialistic wool but guess what in the wool we bring in the power of Hashem how do we do that and the answer is very simple because Yisrael the Kutcha Brichu Kulochad the Jewish people in Hashem we're one so if we're one it's no problem to bring the highest down into the lowest level up until the point that we make for Hashem I'll say it in Hebrew I'll translate it a dira loy yisbarech, a dwelling place for loy yisbarech, for the infinite Hashem, we're betachtoinim. That means we have the power to go ahead and make a dwelling place for the infinite Hashem down into this world. So here you see powerful, the powerful insight of every single mitzvah, that we have the power by doing every single mitzvah, just like the mitzvah of Tzitzis, to reach the highest on one hand, Ratzon Hashem, and it's very, very powerful. And it's very meaningful to reach Rosh Hashem. But it's abstract. But the goal is, through learning Torah and through meditating on each mitzvah, we have the power to draw down the most infinite power of Hashem, the premius, internalized. And we connect the Ratzon and the Chachma of Hashem. And this way the mitzvah comes solid and it comes complete. So as you see clearly, Hashem wants the best for us. On one hand, He wants us to be able to connect to Him, Makif, Ratzon Hashem. But on the other hand, he wants us to draw down the light into this world. And the fact is, we have the power to do it. Because it's not like we're, we're, we are, like, so to speak, guests in this world. The truth is that our neshamas are rooted in to the essence of Hashem. And because we're rooted in the essence of Hashem, we have the power to bring Hashem, the most powerful energies, makif, ratzayin, down here into this world. Thanks so much for joining us for our beautiful Hasidic discourse. And let's hope... Our next Chassidic Discourse will be in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.